Welcome to me again, week 35, hit and run. And it was a rough week. It was a week where I drank a lot, I learned why you don't drink a lot, and then I made a hammer for a baby. (laughs) And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it was a rough one today. Today was a very rough one, partially because I realized I'm sick. Turns out that cleaning out your office and kicking up years of dust and grime and buildup, like, genuinely, I don't think I've messed with my closet, touched my closet in at least two, two, three years. So that is years of dust. Turns out kicking all that up will really mess with your sinuses. So I've been stopped up, sneezing all day, coughing. One point, I coughed so hard that I, I felt like my chest was falling out of me. It was really bad. Luckily, I'm better now, because usually the way, when I get sick, I don't stay sick. I just wake up feeling really bad for like four hours, and then the rest of the day, I'm good. But it was bad at the beginning of the day. Um, And then there were arguments. We'll get into all of that later. Uh, So for now, let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? Today, I'm grateful for a very specific time, and it is approximately two hours every day after Ripley wakes up. It usually takes her about two hours to get here. It is daddy and daughter naps, because two hours after Ripley wakes up, for some reason, she wants to go back to sleep. And today, I woke up at like eight, I woke up to CJ like screaming, which was, you know, as as usual. And so I was like, Oh no, I'm so, and I'm like groggy. It's anytime CJ is there for the weekend. I just kind of, I held it to myself that I'm not going to sleep. And it was worse because I stayed up all night Saturday playing God of War because I'm an idiot. And so that was rough. And so then luckily Emily came in and said, I need your help. Can you take care of them? Can you hold Ripley while she drinks her bottle? And I said, absolutely, because I knew it was coming. I knew the daddy-daughter sleep was coming, and I was so pumped up about it. And so me and her just laid down, and it was so nice. Like, she'll grab my, like, little finger and hold it, and it's so cute and so adorable. And she's the perfect alarm clock. She is the best way, because I've talked about in the past on this show my issue with naps and the fact that a nap for Scotty can turn into like a four or five hour ordeal. She's the perfect alarm clock. She will wake me up at the end of a sleep cycle usually and just be like, hey, we're up for now. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, I guess. And then me and her will like hang out in the bedroom and like dance and sing. And that that was all we did last night was we danced and sang a lot. At one point, CJ walked in the room and said, excuse me, I'm trying to get sleep and you're being too loud. And I'm like, you don't want to play the I can't sleep because you're too loud card because I can destroy you with the hand of cards you have dealt me over these years. Um, but that was uh, that was what I was grateful for. I'm very grateful for having an adorable baby that likes to nap. I'm going to teach that baby to to sleep like her daddy. I do not care. Because <laughs> right now we've got CJ who, because his mama goes to work at four, is used to waking up at like five, six in the morning. Uh-uh. Ripley gonna be a sleepy child and I will make it happen. Now what did I do? That was awesome. And it is get in and figure out how to do 3D printing because I figured out how to do the modeling and downloading designs from the internet. 
I had never realized like, oh, I have to get a completely separate piece of software called a slicer. And what a slicer does is it'll take your 3D model and quite appropriately cut it into slices. So it can send to the 3D printer, hey, print this slice, then go up one, and then print this slice on top of it. And so I did that today with a bunch of different 3D prints I wanted to make. I did one for the BS coin I came up with. I did one for Ripley's Mjolnir rattle that I'm gonna be making soon. Um, I had a bunch of different things. The thing that shocked me more than anything else, and I guess it shouldn't have, is how long this thing takes. Um, at one point, I really want to make Emily a model of Hogwarts, and I also want to make myself a model of the, uh, I think it's Cinderella Castle at Disney World. And so I downloaded one. And I said, okay, this is pretty good. It'll be, I think by the end it said it was going to be about like eight inches by eight inches as far as, and then probably like nine inches tall. Yeah, that thing's going to take, I, I swear to God, two days to print two days of constant printing off of that thing to make that and that's when I went like that's when I when I was exporting the files started putting in how long they would take next to it that way I wouldn't just print something randomly and they'd be like it's still going how is it still going and then I watched a lot of videos on like how to fix it, how to lower print times. Like if you, if you worry about quality, your print time is going to be longer. But if it's something like, say I want to make a, a hinge for a shelf or say I want to make like a doorknob and all I need specifically is just the part. I don't have to worry about quality too much. I then like, I, I figured out ways to lower my print time to get pieces out faster. So I was very excited about that. Now, today is one of those rough days where the thing that I did that was not awesome is also the thing I did to help myself. Because, like I said, CJ was wild today. And CJ was wild yesterday. He's been wild all weekend. We don't know why. Uh, boy's been crazy. And so, uh, he he had been crazy running around all day. And then Ripley's birthday presents came in today. And Emily was like, okay, you gotta wait till your birthday. And I looked like, the baby ain't aware of when her birthday is. Like, the baby, it doesn't matter. Give them to her right now. Don't make the baby wait for her presents. So we opened her presents. And my wife is an evil human being. She is a demon incarnate. She's the worst person alive, and I love her more than anything. Because she bought the child a nine-piece set of musical instruments, and... Firstly, this is just, this is off topic a little bit. They came in like a Ziploc bag, which definitely means that this company just mass bought a bunch of instruments and put them together in bags to sell on Amazon. So that was already what tipped me off because like all the, none of them fit together. Some of them had like an animal theme. Some of them were wood. Some were plastic. It was no consistency. So I was already like, this is weird. And then I looked at the reviews and all of them was like, my daughter stabbed herself with this. And I went, we need to be careful with these. But so I have that thought running through my head, that anxiety running through. And I already was being very, I already had had a very anxious morning. Um, I, I, I think it was because of the way I was woken up and a bunch of stuff like that. And uh, it was just a bunch of compounding things. So that, I was already anxious. And when I get anxious, my my sensitivity goes through the roof. I become extremely hypersensitive. And the worst thing to have around an extremely hypersensitive person are two children with 
bells and xylophones and uh, tambourines and the loudest things on the planet. Let me put it this way. Part of the instruments were like bell bracelets so they could wear them on their wrists and make bell noises. That means there was an additional... They added on a second layer to the cacophony of stuff that was happening and CJ's like screaming. Everything's going crazy. Once again... This is just my retelling. In actuality, it might have been very calm. It just, in my head, it was like that scene in the Sherlock movie where everyone's talking over each other. And at one point, I just had to stand and look at Emily like, I have to go to work. And she was like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, she understood very quickly, like, what was going on. And so then me and her talked. And that was one of the ways I helped myself. Uh, first, I helped myself by getting out of the situation. And But the problem is, that's also... I don't want to say that's not the right thing to do because your mental health is paramount. Like, it's the most important thing for you. And even if it is your family, even if it is your friends, if you're in a situation that is hurting your mental health severely, you have permission to pull yourself out of that situation, even if it's only for a few minutes. Like, so uh, that's why it, it wasn't awesome because I don't like having to leave my family. But it was uh, it was something that was meant to help myself. Anyways, um, and so then me and Emily actually talked. She was like, uh, we went back and forth. And she was like, well, what's the issue? And then I explained, like, I need her help with CJ. Because I always feel like I have to be the disciplinarian parent. Which, that's not the... I, I feel like that's not the position I need to be in. I feel like I need to be the goofy parent because I'm the new one here. And it feels, I, the way I described it to her is it felt like, it feels like playing like World of Warcraft and being friends with someone who's like level 30 and you're level, I'll say five. I'll say I'm at level five now because I've had a year with Ripley. But like, say I'm at like a level five and you take me to a level 30 dungeon. And for you, it's normal. It's every day. It's whatever. You don't realize that for me at level five, I don't have the equipment, I don't have the life lessons, I don't have the experience, it is just flying by the seat of my pants. The, the words I used is, I am just pressing the buttons that seem to be doing something, but I don't know if it's working or not. I just, they seem to be working, but I don't know if this is right or not. And so that's when I kind of laid it out and was like, I need you to help me. I need you to be a disciplinarian with me. And then me and her went back and forth. And for her, she kind of had a very disciplinary raising up, like very helicopter parent kind of thing and whatever. And so she was like, I didn't want to do that. And I'm like, yes, but that means you go to the opposite end. You've went to the opposite end of the needle. The needle has went the exact opposite way, meaning that it's just not working out like it's you're going in uh, you need to find the balance and so that's what it came back down to is me and her both need to work on finding balance to where instead of having to play good cop bad cop it's both of us being all right cop like we, we're both gonna be eh, that's pretty good cop like just because it's it's really tough it's really really tough having to always be the bad guy I don't like it. I thought I, when I was a kid, I used to be like, I want to be villains in movies. I don't know. It's, it's fun to be it in a movie. It's not fun to be it in real life because real life villains are nowhere near as fun. Like movie villains are all cinematic and get to be like, I've lured you to my lair. 
real life villains are having to be like, hey, quit playing in the glitter. For the love of God, there's glitter all over the floor. Please stop touching the glitter. So yeah, uh, it was a rough day, but luckily me and Emily had a very nice conversation and hopefully it hopefully it'll come and work out soon. But for now, I'm going to go inside and start getting some sous vide bags ready, baby, because everything's together, everything's ready, and I'm going to start sous vide tomorrow, and I will talk about that when I see you guys tomorrow! Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I've been a very bad host because I forgot to... Re- I di- okay, I didn't forget to record Monday. I was not mentally in a state to be able to record Monday, but we'll talk about that later. And then I almost forgot to record Tuesday, but I'm I, very last minute. I'm on my way home to the office um, on Wednesday, and I'm finally getting it out. So I have not been good these past two days, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And it's it's weird because like. I'm trying to find the best way to describe it. I don't... Most of the time when I skip a day, it almost feels like that day is lost to time. That day doesn't exist anymore. I do want to recognize Monday, because Monday was awesome. I did some really, really fun stuff on Monday. I got my sous vide stuff in, and so I started, like... I cooked... That's what I'm grateful for today. I am grateful for the sous vide machine, because... I made a batch of coffee. I didn't know you could batch make coffee, but apparently in a sous vide you can. It's similar to cold brew, so it's a lot less acidic. And so every day I wake up, I make a little bit of cold brew, and then I mix it with some milk. It's very good. So I made that. I made omelets. I've made uh, this delicious garlic lemon chicken meal. Like I had one um, on Monday, and then I had one for me and Emily on Tuesday, and then we made mashed potatoes and corn on the cob. And oh, it was so good. I feel like I'm an actual cook and I could already tell how much the sous vide is like helping out because it takes out a lot of the guesswork I guess is the best way to describe it because I've never been good when it comes to cooking proteins like steak and chicken and stuff like that so I'm happy I have a machine now that can just look at me and be like do do it like this and then it's done sear it in a pan and then you'll be fine so i'm very grateful that sous vide machine is absolutely amazing now what did i do that is awesome and it's actually something i did on monday and it's finally record that episode of me also i mean i've talked in the past about like the fact that me also was kind of the hardest show i have to record because it's just me talking ad nauseum about like a self-help topic or in this case it was me looking back six months and it's weird I I kind of want to impress because it's a Patreon exclusive show I don't want to just come on and be like basically do this show again do a review but then as I thought about it I went that's logically what I need to do review each day say what's different say what's uh say what's new and I'm very grateful for it that episode should already be up by the way for all of our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash a load of bs so yeah I made that me and Blake had a blast recording JXT one of those nights it was night one Monday I don't know why I'm numbering the nights uh but yeah Monday we had a blast recording JXT it was really fun seeing all the different stuff happens but it did lead to what I did that was not awesome and that is drink but when usually when I come on this show and I'm like I don't know I drank it's like oh he only had three drinks no y'all I drank I think I had five 
doubles, like five, because it was two ounces of whiskey per drink, five drinks, so ten ounces of whiskey, if my math is correct. And, yeah, that was the furthest Scotty's gone in quite a bit. I luckily took a while and, like, ate some pizza that night before I drove home to calm myself. I will say... I did get so drunk that my memory started to lapse because I forgot I drove home without shoes for some reason. I don't know why Scotty in that moment decided to drive home without shoes, but Scotty decided I don't need shoes. I'm fine. So, yeah, we got we got pretty gone. We got pretty far. So we got so far gone that night that we changed the name of the pay-per-view we were recording. It was originally called Money Bags. It's now tentatively titled Money in the Drank. It's full-on ridiculous. It's very, it's a fun pay-per-view, and I'm, it's just, I forget how depressed I get after I drink that much, because yesterday was, Tuesday was all right. Like, I, I was, hung over as hell, and I had a few depressive moments, but, like, today's Wednesday, I had a real bad bout of depression last night, and then this morning, so, yeah, don't like drinking that much, I'm now on a dry week, I didn't drink on Tuesday, I'm not drinking today, I'm not gonna drink for the rest of the week, uh, this is really weird talking to you on Wednesday, when I know in a few minutes I'm gonna be talking to you about Wednesday, anyways, yeah, that's what, um, that wasn't, what wasn't that awesome, really, was getting that schloshed. Now, how did I help myself? And it is by, well, it's by discovering something about myself that I did not know because I thought, maybe this is me, maybe it's not. I'm not well-trained yet, but apparently I have a semblance of synesthesia. I did not realize this. I've heard a lot of people talk about synesthesia and the concept of, like, hearing or uh, seeing sounds, hearing letters, uh, assigning, like, certain letters of the alphabet a specific color or personalities to the days of the week. I always knew I had something similar to that, but I always assumed that was just because I was a storyteller. But I went online and I took a test to determine if you are a synesthete. Is that the word? I don't know. But uh, yeah, it turns out like the way they do the test is super cool because it'll show you like Wednesday, what color, the one I took was based on colors, not anything else, but it was like, what color is Wednesday? And I was like, brown, obviously. What color is Friday? Red. Uh, what color is the number zero? I'm like, pitch black. And basically it'll lead you through all these questions and then do them again, but in a different order. So if you're like me and was trying to remember, it was kind of difficult to try to just work off memory. You had to honestly look and say, I think it's this, I think it's this. And then at the end, it'll tell you how far off you were between the two comparisons. So like for me, May was light blue. And so I saw like a darker blue and a lighter blue. And it would show like, oh, there's only this amount of difference between the two colors. And I went, oh, wow, I am kind of in certain situations, uh, I have synesthesia and it made me really excited because I, I'm now going to do something I've always wanted to do, which is to do a synesthesia painting. For those of you who don't know what that is, essentially they just, you just turn on some sick jams. Like you can turn on, like I'm not going to do that. I might do this one, the space jam theme song. And then you paint what you hear. You paint what you see when that happens. And so I want to do one based off of my favorite song, one of my favorite songs, which is Wow, why can't I remember the name of it right now? Really? Oh, What's Up Danger from the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. One of my favorite songs. I already know it's going to start off like a deep 
straight purple line and then like there's going to be a lot of squiggles in it a lot of dashes i just need to hear the song and see it a little bit better i want to do one for um one more time that daft punk song and make it for emily i'm very interested in it like it's one of those things that it's like opening up a whole new kind of mystical world that you had never thought about before so i was very excited about that to discover i have synesthesia and maybe i don't like because i i don't see it as profoundly as other people do but there are Small things here and there, like to me a triangle has always been blue, and for some reason I've also associated Triceratops with the color blue and with triangles, because that was my favorite dinosaur, my favorite color, and my favorite shape when I was a kid. So I think those three are linked because of that, but I don't know. So yeah, it's fun learning new skills, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that things are back to normal. Because, yeah, yesterday was rough. Tuesday was a rough go for a while there. But uh, luckily, I'm feeling better. I'm ready to go get that work in today and probably make some new sous vide stuff. Oh, and also, the 3D printer's coming in tomorrow. But I don't need to tell you that because this is recapping Monday and Tuesday. But even then, I'm so excited. And I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and um, a little kind of, I guess, numb is the best way to describe myself right now. Um, uh, Sorry, it's going to be a little hard to talk right now uh, for reasons we'll get into in a few minutes. Um, But we're going to do, I'm going to quickly run through the four pillars of awesomeness, and then we can talk about what happened. Um, What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for uh, this really cool new phone case from my friend Theo. Um, Theo is uh, amazing. He's probably one of my favorite people to talk to. Um, Easily my favorite person I've ever met at a podcast convention, even though they don't do podcasts. And uh, they made a this amazing design you can get it on teespring and it says chaotic neutral and it's really cool and nerdy and i i love it a lot and i'm really happy i got it um uh, i'm also very grateful for the fact that i get to drive home to my family tonight and that makes me happy Uh, what i did that was awesome was i got to do some really fun creative stuff um for opposite attractions and a load of bs we uh, recorded both of those tonight for Opposite Attractions. Uh, I did this awesome parody of It's a Small World, but I made it about malls because we were doing like Weird Al pet parodies of uh, theme park rides. And so I was like, what's cheesy enough that it would still be funny? And it was It's a Mall World. And there was a fun Paul Blart animatronic I threw in there. Um, and then a load of BS. I, I guess it's recency bias because it's a new kind of thing that we're doing where we're doing long form improv as opposed to what we used to do is more brainstorming um but it was on fire tonight it was absolutely amazing what we did because it's we're slowly working our way into it we're slowly finding our groove um but tonight i very earnestly looked at blake and i said hey don't try to be funny and I think that was one of our issues when we started out was we tried to get too goofy. And yes, we still had some very goofy characters and some very silly situations. But I think having that root of keep it a little bit serious added to it, like adding these stakes. I think we went a little too far in uh, the opposite direction because we kind of got dark, like grim <laughs> at certain points. But even then, I think coming from a place of make it serious almost makes it funnier. It adds to the stakes. Because if you've got a very funny situation, 
it's hard to have goofy stuff happen in that because then you're just overloading with goofs. So I, that's what I did. That was awesome. Um, what I did that was not awesome. Um, we'll talk about in a minute. It's an ex- it's something I experienced. Um, and now how did I help myself today is by recording this show because I was not in, I guess you could tell, not in a very positive, happy-go-lucky mental state. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to get out of it to say, but at least doing this show helped me see the light. It helped remind me like, oh yeah, you got that great phone case. Oh yeah, you had these amazing shows. And it, I think reminding me of that helped uh, a lot. Now, what I did that wasn't awesome is uh, we were, we were um, in the middle of recording a load of BS and my mom had went out drinking with a friend earlier in the night. And before she left, I joked with her, hey mom, only three. Because that's my rule. Anytime I drink, I try to stick to three. And it's also because, you know, I drank, I think, five the other day. And I realized that was too much. And it also kind of sets me on edge. It kind of puts up my indicators for like, hey, be careful, ease back. And so that's another reason I said it. And she kind of laughed it off. And that was a moment I was like, this isn't going to end up good. And she was supposed to take care of Ripley tonight, possibly. Like, she was supposed to get home around 8, and everything was going to be fine. She would take care of Ripley. That way, tomorrow morning, I didn't have to worry about waking up and getting her to uh, her her Nana's house. And um, we were recording a load of BS, and in the middle of it, my mom's friend came into my room. Apparently, they had come back. I had heard them come in, because I heard the dogs barking. And I thought it was just mom. I was like, okay, mom's here, and she's gone in, going in the kitchen, and some ruckus is going on, but it's okay, keep focus. And then uh, she just spilled into my room, and she was not just a little drunk, my mom's friend. She was bad. Like, she literally fell onto a garbage bag. And um, uh, that was the moment I went, this isn't good. And she wouldn't leave. She wouldn't get up. She was argumentative. And I went, I'm going to find mom because mom should be good. Because obviously if they had driven here, mom must be the sober one. And um, I I was thinking that at least. And so um, I, I, I then found mom and mom goes, hey, we're going to Sonic. And I'm like, okay, she's at least talking somewhat normal. She doesn't seem that far off. It's okay. She's driving to Sonic. But even then, I was like, once again, saying, hey, maybe DoorDash it. Maybe have someone bring it here. Maybe don't leave. Don't leave. And um, then I finally got them out of my room. I locked. I had to lock them out, which was a weird feeling. Uh, so locked the door, went back and did the show this whole time in the back of my head, this anxiety of like, what if mom's not okay? What if mom's in a bad, bad way? And so that was continuously going in the back of my head. And then me and Blake sat and talked for it because I was livid. I was very angry. I was like, I told her not to get that drunk. Um, and, um, so, so I talked to Blake for a few and then I said, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to try to purge this anger and purge this sadness. And, uh, I, I went back and I started working on editing. And then I heard my dad in the other room who was fast asleep. I heard him talking on the phone and it was scary. It was, it was a scary moment of like, 
but luckily I could hear in the tone of his voice he was at least talking to my mom. So I knew that nothing had happened to her. But then I heard him get up. And what I found out over the course of the next few minutes is that apparently my mom and her friend got into a hit and run because my mom wasn't driving. The other one was. And uh, that was... That was a rough moment. Luckily, my mom got dropped off. I don't know if the police dropped her off or what happened, but I just know that my mom was safe. She was taken away somewhere. And it was a scary, scary moment for me because it it was a moment of like, oh, wow, it was it was that close to happening. It was that 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 close. And that sucks. And, um, and then it just kind of, it just kind of froze. Uh, I had to go outside and move my car so my dad could get out because I was parked behind him and just kind of chilled there for a few. And I wanted to leave because I was scared. I was scared of what was going to happen when she came back. I was scared of like what situation was in. I, I, I knew I wouldn't be able to talk to her because it was just that kind of a situation. And, uh, so yeah, she came back and, um, sorry, sorry. Um, I, dad came in my room and I said, what's going on? He goes, well, your mom's in the bedroom and her friend is in jail. And it hit me like a ton of bricks, how severe it was. Cause my dad initially just said a hit and run. I'm like, oh, maybe they just backed up into somebody. But just the fact that it was at a point of like, jail time it it was and obviously like you can't immediately well maybe you can immediately put people in jail I don't know how jail works which I guess because I'm a good boy and uh then I just kind of stared off numb for a few and had a lot of rethinking like just looking up and seeing my collection of whiskey and like all this stuff that I do really love but also can do these really negative things and like I was like do we cancel Uh, Do we cancel Southern mythology? Do we stop this? Because I don't think the booze is the problem. I think it's the mental state. And I've gotten to a point where now I'm happy with it, where I'm very good at making like three drinks and I'm done. And But even then, like, it just felt this weird floating feeling that I'm still kind of in the middle of. And uh, yeah, it was a rough, rough few moments for me there. Uh, and I, I will say it did make me go like, maybe I don't need like 10 bottles of bourbon. Maybe I only need like a bourbon an Irish, a scotch, and then one for mixing. Like maybe I don't need all of this here. And, um, I, I've already thought like, uh, I'm going to give Blake this bottle, this bottle, this bottle, and this bottle so he can start his own collection. But like, it was rough. It was a rough go for a while there. Um, but now I'm at home. I am going to go inside and hug my family so tight, so tight. Um, and I guess I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I'm genuinely the worst person ever because it's Saturday. And part of me wanted to come on and be like, I was very depressed, so I couldn't do this show. And it was, I was very depressed on Thursday. Yes, uh, Friday was all right. But here's the thing. 
I've been much more depressed than I was Thursday. Like, I know I've never really shown it on the show, but I've been more depressed than I was. So I couldn't lean on that and feel good with myself. Feel good, because I know I'd be lying, and I don't like lying. So, yeah, instead, what we're going to try to do is a rapid-fire recap of the past three days. Because not a lot happens, so it should be easy. And so it's just going to be, get ready for the 12 pillars of awesomeness, bitches. We're doing it. Number one, Thursday. What was I grateful for Thursday? And it was my boys, the fight boys, because, as you guys know, Wednesday did not go very well for me. I had a very upset night. And so for the first time, In any of my podcast's history, I looked and I said, can you guys go without me? And at first they were like, no, just move it till tomorrow. You guys can do uh, tomorrow. And I said, okay. And then Dylan just went, you know what? We've never done just me and Blake. Let's do it. And so they did it. And uh, I actually edited that episode that night. And oh my God. God, they killed it. It was amazing. It was so good. I was so proud of them. Uh, I, I can't, I just can't believe how well the episode turned out. Um, like listening, I, I, the thing I was worried about wasn't them talking because I knew they could do talking. It was just a matter of like, are they gonna promote the Patreon? Are they gonna promote the website? Are they gonna do this? Are they, and they still nailed it. Uh, I guess after three years of doing this, they've kind of realized the pattern. So I was very proud of them. Now, what did I do that was awesome? It's the fact that my 3D printer came in. And oh my god, I love it. It is amazing. I made BS coins. I will say uh, we printed a Benchy, which is a little boat. and It's, it's basically a, a benchmark test. If your printer can make that, you're good. So it did that, and then I started printing coins, but for some reason they weren't circular. And over the next few days, I realized, like, oh, it was because an x-axis was off. I just had to re-level some things, and it turned out fine. But I made a lot of BS coins. They turned out fantastic. Another awesome thing that day that I did was edit everything, like, get everything done. Usually Friday, I'll have to come back in and basically clean up after Thursday Scotty's mistakes. No, I got everything done because... I'm. I think the three D print three D printer is going to begat productivity, because you've got to wait. You've got to wait like thirty minutes or some. What I did today, and we're gonna get to it, takes an hour or like I think it took ten hours to print, and so because of that. You've got to do something. Like, you've got to put some work in. And so I did all of that work Thursday because I wanted to make stuff. And, like, tonight I uh, I got very ahead on JWF, like, not writing but making the next pay-per-view because I was just like, i got to get this print out. But we will talk about that in a few. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it was be so afraid um, because, as we talked about Wednesday, my mom got into that hit and run. Uh, she was not involved. She was the passenger. And luckily, apparently, the arresting officer was a friend of my family. He was very close with my family. And so he looked at my mom and was like, come with me. You're good. And so he was the one who took care of her. So I was very happy about that. Um, but I was so scared that morning of going over there and having to confront her and having to talk to her. And I will say that is what I did. That was all that I did to help myself is I kind of fought past that because I wanted to play with my 3d printer. I'm not going to lie. And I knew it was at the house where mom was. 
And so uh, she called me early and was like, hey, are you going to bring Ripley over? I'm awake. And I kind of laid it all out on the table for her. I was like, it hurt a lot what you did last night. Like, all, everything that happened last night hurt me a lot. I thought you were gone. And um, now that I'm three days removed, like I can say this without almost crying. But yeah, it, it was I was a wreck that morning. I feel like it was important to let it all out and to let her know what she had done. And I think the gravity weighed on her and I think it's going to help her learn. And it helped me because, um, like I said, before this show, I was very kind of kept to myself about my feelings. I wasn't as open about it. In fact, uh, if you are one of my Patreon subscribers and listened to the Me Also episode where I talked about the first episode of Me Again, my panic attacks used to involve me not being able to talk at all. And... I think the fact that I'm able to vocalize my emotions now really helps help helps that. Like, I don't get that kind of panic attack anymore, at least not as often. Um, I, actually, I think I had one this morning that was pseudo that, but not really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, that morning was not awesome. That morning was not awesome at all. I was very defeated. I was very hurt. And so it was hard to get around that and then helped myself by getting out of it. Now on to Friday. Friday, I did absolutely nothing. I stayed at home all day, and yeah, I I needed it. It was my weekend. Friday is technically my weekend. Friday and Saturday is the weekend. Sunday is when I start work again. So, what was I grateful for yesterday? And it is a movie that uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to like or not. It's an I think A24 film called Slice, and it has Chance the Rapper as a werewolf in this city that is like full of ghosts, but the mayor decides to move all the ghosts into a segregated area, and then there are, like, anti-ghost propaganda. It's buck-wild insane. It's got this awesome 80s aesthetic, and I loved it a lot. Like, Zazzy Beats killed me in it. I was like, oh, I I get it now. Like, I was never a big Zazzy Beats fan until I saw Slice, and I was like, I get it. I get it. I'm cool with this. Uh, So that was what I was grateful for. What did I do that was awesome? It's Make Steak! Got my sous vide machine out. I had got steak a few days earlier, and I cracked into those bad boys. I will say, I forgot to season the steak before I put it in the sous vide bag. I was like, I'm going to put some lemon and rosemary in there, or uh, garlic and rosemary in there. It should be fine. It was not fine. That steak was drastically under-seasoned. It needed the salt. It needed the pepper. And uh, also, I learned that if you cook steak in a sous vide machine it doesn't render the fat like those chewy gristly bits so it was a very like there was an entire portion of my steak that I was like I just can't eat this but otherwise it was a very delicious dinner and I'm excited I'm getting back into cooking again I can only hope that it doesn't wane which uh, a lot of times my cooking like will go up and then it wanes and then up and then it wanes but I'm hoping I can stay in it because sous vide is just a lot easier it's a lot easier and it's a lot better tasting than most food I've had now what did I do that was not awesome and like I said uh, stayed around the house all day and did not do much. Uh, luckily Emily was there. So when she was there, it was just kind of like, I didn't take care of the baby as much. I was a lot lazier. There were a lot of naps to be had. And so there wasn't a lot of movement. I also, I didn't eat that well. I did not. I think the steak was literally the only meal I had. Whereas in the past I, oh, oh never mind. I just now remembered. Sorry. I'm having to talk from the future here. 
Um, yeah, me and Emily didn't eat at all. Then we ate steak, and then at one point I was just like, hey, you want cheesecake from Red Red Lobster? And she's like, hey, you don't eat Red Lobster. I'm like, I don't, but cheesecake would be sound good. And it was, but I know it wasn't healthy. I know ordering, okay, cake and cheesecake. It wasn't just one. It was a chocolate cake and a cheesecake. And I was like, I'll eat one, Emily will eat the other. Emily didn't eat any of it. I destroyed it. Now, how did I help myself that day? And it was by letting myself have that full day off, a full day of recovery. Like I said, Wednesday kind of destroyed me emotionally. And so I was like, I just can't. I can't right now. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm just going to stay at home all day, watch cool movies with Emily, watch RuPaul's Drag Race, and just have a good old time. And we did, and it was really, really nice. I enjoyed it a lot. Now on to today. We've run the gauntlet. We are now on to the day's four pillars of awesomeness. And what am I grateful for? Today I'm grateful for something finally coming to fruition. After, I think I ordered it literally last month. I finally got in my custom lenses for my VR helmet. And it's mind-blowing. It's somehow clearer than when I use contacts. Like, I popped in those lenses and was like, I'm just going to test it out. Literally played an entire level of Pixel Ripped. I was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna be here forever. Until I could feel, like, I was at my parents. Until I could feel Ripley tugging at my pant leg. Like, hey, Dad, are you good? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh-oh. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, yeah, th- th- oh my god, it's so good. I-, I cannot wait to get into that thing and play more. Because now... There's no barrier. There is nothing preventing me from getting into that thing at all. Now, finally, not finally, we're not there yet. We're still in the gauntlet, baby. We're still running it. What did I do that was awesome? It's the fact that I made Ripley's birthday present. It is in the seat next to me. I'm still a little high off the glue fumes from the glue I used to put it together. But, uh, like I said, I was having trouble with the pretty threnter. I was having trouble with the 3D printer, and so I printed out a um, a calibration cube, which essentially is just a little cute little cube, and it's got X, Y, and Z on it. If you see an issue on the X side, you know you've got a problem with your X axis, Y axis, whatever you guys understand. Um, so I printed one of those out, and then I immediately set to work on Ripley's birthday present, which is Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. Oh, by the way, that was another awesome thing I did on Friday, was I played a lot of God of War. Oh my god, that game's good. Sorry, Thor reminded me of it. Uh, anyways, I pl- pl- uh, plant... I can't talk. I uh, printed Mjolnir out, and on the side of it, it says, Whoever wields this, sh- if, sh- if she be pure of heart, she can wield this... That's not what it says at all. I should be able to read it, but I am driving right now. Uh, but I, I liked it because it is the thing that basically says this person is powerful enough to wield Mjolnir, but the person who made it changed it from saying he to saying she. So now Ripley can feel included. I liked it a lot. It's very cool. And it took 10 hours to print. I started it at Four, I think. I think it was around four I started. And I said, this should be done 
hopefully around the time that the wrestling show goes off. Because Double or Nothing from AEW is, uh, it was tonight. It's a pay-per-view that's very important to me because we got to do our live show last year at Double or Nothing. It was great uh, for Fight Boys. So we watched that and I was like, it should be over by the time this is done. No, the show was over. I walked up. And the printer will show you like 50% done, 60%, 70%. Y'all, it was like 45% once the show was over. And like I said, 3D printing begats, uh, uh, cannot talk, begats uh, productivity. I just sat back and made some, uh, made the next pay-per-view for uh, JWF and let it print out. And then it ended at about three in the morning. And then I kind of pressure fit the hammer. I I literally made BBs to make it a a, a rattle using an old Mardi Gras necklace. I cut up a Mardi Gras necklace. Sorry, it's three in the morning and I'm on glue fumes. So I'm not talking well. But I cut that up, put it in. Then I pressure fit the handle to the top. And then I glued the base on and it looks so exquisite. It looks so good. I printed it in this gorgeous gold uh, filament for the printer, and it's not like a traditional bright gold. It's got some like age to it. I was initially going to put a uh, leather handle on it, like take some leather and wrap it around the handle. I don't think it even needs that. I think it is perfect the way it is. I cannot wait for Ripley to wake up in the morning and play with it. I love it so much. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's get upset over a dumb thing. And go to the dark place. And I know it's because I've been depressed, and so it's easier for me to go to dark places. But I went dork today, because we were supposed to go to my rep parents at noon. In fact, we woke up at 8, and I was exhausted, so luckily Emily took the baby. And uh, she asked me, like, when are we going over there? And uh, according to her, I didn't. I thought I told her noon. I think I told her last night. Noon. 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 I woke up at (laughs) 12.50. I, at one point, I had the baby, so I, technically it was a nap. I napped till 12.50 with the baby, and then I just got upset. I was like, I can't believe you didn't you didn't know this. Like, how, how, how dare you? you were, we were supposed to do this. We were on a schedule. We were on scheduled. And after she had told me, oh, I didn't know that, I, you told me I don't know when we're going over there. Apparently, that's what I said. I don't know. It was 8 in the morning, and I was exhausted. So, the minute that was told, I should have deflated and been like, oh, whatever, I'm sorry, I thought I had told you noon, and de-escalated. Now, your boy just got more angry, I just got more, I was like, no, I did, and I told you last night, how dare you, what's wrong with you? So, I got very mad, and then I had to just go give her a big old hug after that. Like, that was a big old, hey, I am so sorry, big, big hug, hug, and that was it. Uh, now, what did I do to help myself? And it was by being vocal on Twitter during wrestling, which is my favorite thing to do. I love starting conversations with people. I also like proving that I know what I'm talking about when it comes to wrestling. And so, like, I got on Twitter and people were like, oh, this match was good. Oh, this match is going to be polarizing. And to respond to that, it was the main event, by the way. I was like, oh, well, it's polarizing because it was very self-aggrandizing. It was very self-referential. If people don't aren't aware of the elite and what they do, the match isn't going to make sense. It was really, really goofy. So that's why it's polarizing, because people who don't like the elite are going to hate it. People who love the elite are going to love it. And going on, doing smart stuff like that, and I, it helps me a lot, because 
it connects me to people. It reminds me of like, oh, there are other people out there who like what you like what you say and like what you talk about and they want to talk about wrestling with you and have a good time. And, you know, when you've done a podcast for three years and it's yet to fall, grow like a big following, you get worried of like, do I really have anything to say? Do people want to hear what I have to say? And Twitter, you get the immediate feedback of people being like, oh, that was good. That was good. Like, retweet, whatever. So, yeah, that it was a very good day. Got to do a lot of 3D printing, a lot of wrestling, and... I got pizza. Like, it's not going to be easy to top today. Actually, it was kind of mad. But even then, like, 3D pizza, man, I got to go to bed. 3D printing, pizza, VR, wrestling. This was a perfect Scotty Mo kind of day. And now I'm going to go inside and go to sleep because clearly I need it. And I will see you guys tomorrow, next week. Wow, it's the end of the episode already. Oh, I messed up so bad. Boy, that was a um, that was a rough one. That was a rough one. I I will say, it it was w- kind of good in a weird way because as we I think it was last week we discussed the fact that I have kind of a narcissistic personality disorder, and but the thing is with that. Not only do – I think a lot of people in narciss, think narcissists are like, oh, all the good stuff comes from me. All the bad stuff comes from pe- other people. No, no, no. That's not what it is at all, I- at least for me. For me, it's all coming from me. So, like, all the good stuff's me. All the bad stuff is me, which I guess comes through in this show. I do hold myself accountable of, like, oh, I ate pizza today. That's why I'm depressed. And I I very much try to discount any outward influence from causing me to be down. I'm always very much like, this is me, this is me, this is me. And that is a very narcissistic way to look at it. But I guess Wednesday was kind of good in a way because it reminded me like, hey, other other people can do things that affect you negatively as well. And and that's perfectly fine. And that's okay to admit. And yeah, it, it was... That was, it was a rough go. I mean, you guys heard, it was a very rough go, but I'm out of it. It's all good. Everything's good now. I'm I'm happier. I'm still in kind of a depressed, shook up state. Uh, life still kind of seems a little bit more numb and a little bit discolored, but I feel like that's going to be for a while until, you know, quarantine is over and everything's calmed down. I think life is going to feel a little bit like you turned the saturation down, but yeah, For now, after (laughs) that bummer, uh, give me money. Uh, Patreon.com slash LoadedBS is the website where you can support my entire network of podcasts. Uh, You get access to me also, which is the exclusive show where I go a little bit deeper into some of the topics we discuss on the show. Uh, Like I said, this week I did an episode, and it was really good, looking back at the first ever episode of me again, and I loved it. There was a lot of stuff I did back then that I wish I did now, and there were a lot of things that I did back then that I'm happy I'd never have to do ever again, including work. So I was very, very grateful for that. And if you want that, you can get it at patreon.com slash load of BS. Remember to pick up your merch for me again at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Just click in the me again section, ladies and gentlemen. But of course, remember to send your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And as always, don't forget to be awesome and I won't forget to be me again.